Sipping on some rock tusks, 8 o'clock. In my Gucci coat tusks, 8 o'clock. This is... Boys Up Fantasy. Yo, yo, this your boy Rick Rock. We back. We here. Man, it's going to be a good show for you guys tonight. We're going to talk about our must starts. We're going to talk about a few injuries that happened. And, of course... I'm here with my co-host, my dude, the guru, the guru, you know, the real Jorge here in the building, man. What's going on, man? What's up? Week four, NFL's here. Thursday night football just finished. Very excited to talk about the game. And I'm talking HD today, baby. We got the road mic out. Let's go, man. Hey, that sound is nice. Yes. Let's... Hey, it's on Amazon, $99.99 if you want to buy it. I recommend it. Five stars. Uh, promote me, road. I got you. Hey, hey, hey. Anytime, any day, bro. So, hey, any promos that want to come through the show, you guys already know what's up, man. We're going we're gonna to do it live. We're going to do it big. Shout out to all the listeners. But with that being said, let's get right to it, man. One of the things that actually happened today, let them know what happened today in the Thursday night game between the Dolphins and the Bengals. Let them know. So just last week, we were talking about our breakout quarterbacks this year. It happens to be Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles starting quarterback, is off to a marvelous start. And just behind that, or actually has to say in front of that, is Tua, who has been killing it. Tua Tagovailoa. Man, this guy has been leading the leagues in passing touchdowns, leading the league in passing yards. He has all the weapons. Mike McDaniels was off to a strong start before the end of today's game. He was off to an undefeated season, being two of the only undefeated teams heading into week four, being the Miami Dolphins. And could you remind me of the other 4-0 team, 3-0 team? The other 3-0 team, to our surprise, happens to be the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. Miami Dolphins being one of two undefeated teams heading into this season. Miami Dolphins from heading into week four of the NFL. Miami Dolphins and the Philadelphia Eagles are the only two remaining undefeated teams before Thursday night's game. That is very impressive. And for Tua, unfortunately, in the middle of the second quarter, just before halftime, where the game was very close. Everybody thought the second half was going to be a shootout. It was looking promising. Tua gets slammed to the floor. Unfortunately, quick after, he's throwing up the west sides. He's throwing up gang signs. Everybody's confused. Everybody's quiet. And he goes out with a concussion in tonight's Thursday night football game. And that's back-to-back concussions, let's be honest. Forget all that BS. It was his back and his ankle last week. Nah, man, the Dolphins broke protocol. Something has got to be done, but in the NFL, PA, it's actually a bad look for the entire league. And this is a very serious injury. Two of them might actually be going for the best for the next four games, three games at the most. Yeah, this is where the NFL players union needs to step up and show who they are representing the players' health and safety, not only their paychecks, they should represent their actual brains. We know CTE is a huge problem in the NFL, and if the Route 2 is going right now, he's way on track to getting CTE, unfortunately, and it's not an easy subject to talk about. I mean, there is movie out right now with Will Smith talking about the importance of CTE, and happens to be with sports. Uh, unfortunately, football is one of the major contributors to CTE. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, let's go real quick on the impact of the fantasy football players that a lot of people have in their rosters. Waddle, Tarek Hill, Chase Edmonds, uh, Gizeki. 
So so go ahead and break it down. How is this going to affect them? Because, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, he's there, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Give me your take on that. So I'm not going to lie. When I saw Teddy Bridgewater go into the game, I kind of reminisced of the time when he filled in for New Orleans Saints as a backup and just started promising. He he went on a tear. I think he started 5-0 and while Drew Brees was out, and he looked great. I wouldn't be surprised if Teddy Bridgewater fills in on that same role again with this team because the weapons are still there. You just mentioned Chase Edmonds, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Gazeki, Moser. I mean, they have a lot of good offensive weapons. So I feel like the lack of talent is not going to go away. Uh, quarterback, the Teddy Bridgewater might be up there with Jimmy Garoppolo as one of the best uh, backup quarterbacks in the NFL yes, right now. Yes. So I honestly think the Miami Dolphins are going to be okay. Mike McDaniels, he's going to have a full week, week and a half now to study up on his next game. And he's going to have Teddy Bridgewater slinging it. He hit on a nice deep throw to Tyreek Hill tonight. It was a 64-yard throw. Tyreek Hill had 10 receptions in this game, 160 yards. I mean, you can't really complain if you're in a PPR. He scored 20 points easy. So I don't think a lot of fantasy points are going to go away. And neither is the talent for Miami. They're going to go deep into the playoffs, I feel like, this year. I saw a promising divisional matchup in the playoffs today with Miami and the Bengals. There you go, sir. There you go. You heard it from the real Jorge. Hey, another thing, prayers to Tua and his whole family. You know, nothing but a fast recovery. And can't wait to see you back on the field, dog. So get and well. Speaking of uh, Tua's family, I mean, this is tragic news, but a little bit more on the joyful side. Tua's little brother has been tearing it up in college football with Maryland. I saw the college football game last week. Maryland put up a fight. They almost pulled off an upset, but... Hey, that, that family has a lot of talent, man. It's that bloodline, man. It's that bloodline of, of just ballers out there. Now, yes, sir. let's just go ahead and move on to our next topic, which is going to be our must-start players for week four. And a lot of teams and a lot of people, this is this is the week where if you're one and two or if you're 0-3 like me, <laughs> anyways, uh, this is the week where you got to make moves. All your waiver wires have already been placed. But now it's all about the must-start players, the matchups, anything else that we got to do. Last week I had Mike Hollins. Yes, Mac Hollins in two of my leagues. Nobody even know who this guy is. He came last week and scored me 30 points off bat. Mac Hollins, the number three wide receiver for the L.A. Raiders, he balled out last week. Now, the real Jorge, the guru, let me know who's your number one must-start player this week so this is a layup this is a easy ass must start if you were one of the top three waiver wire priority in this week's wednesday waiver wire pickups you might have picked them up i'm usually jump ahead of the gun and pick up these guys and it's none other than romeo dubs from green bay packers he showed why he's such an explosive wide receiver when he is given the opportunity he had eight targets caught all eight targets, eight receptions, 73 yards, and a touchdown. This is going against one of the top five defenses in the NFL with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that played on the road. Rodgers looked on point, and now they're at home going against a sus New England Patriots offense and defense because it's kind of shaky without J.C. Jackson holding it down at the cornerbacks. I feel like Patriots defense is still trying to find an identity 
And the offense is shaky because Mac Jones, their franchise quarterback, has a high ankle sprain. No, he's questionable to start. I would consider it more doubtful. And yeah, get ready, Patriots. You're about to get steamed over. Romeo Dubs is about to have a hundred yards, a touchdown. I'm calling it here. And you know this, man. I like that. I like that, man. That's actually a good pick. I actually, you know what? I've been on that train hype of Dubs since uh, they drafted him. I wanted the Niners to draft him because he's, he reminds me a lot of Debo Samuel. He's actually calm, but it's actually Debo Samuel coming out of the draft. And I, I was kind of disappointed that the, the Niners didn't pull the, the, uh, the trigger on him. But, hey, Kyle Shanahan, again, another draft pick that he wasted, uh, like Trey Sermon. <laughs> let's, not, let's not forget that Sammy Watkins is on IR, and also the rookie Christian Watson hasn't really lived up to the hype. Lived up to the hype at all, yeah. He got drafted pretty high. Everybody thought he was going to be a killer wide receiver one, including me. Luckily, I stayed away, didn't draft him. I'm, I know better than to draft a bunch of rookies on my team. But anyways, yeah, Romeo Dubs, I feel like he's going to outshine over Randall Cobb. But not to mention, I want to know what's in mind, what's behind my backup guru in case I'm out of the office. Who is your must-star, <laughs> Rick Rock? So what am I, Teddy Bridgewater right now? <laughs> you fucking fuck. All right, man, look at here, look at here, look at here. This is actually a player that is, I know has already been stashed in a lot of leagues. You know, a lot of people are actually starting to realize that the Keenan Allen injury player is back. He hasn't been back in a couple of years, but all of a sudden he's back. Actually, last year he did get injured, as a matter of fact. I remember that. My player is none other than Josh Palmer, wide receiver for the L.A. Chargers. Now, a lot of people are like, what? Mike Williams has been killing it. Of course Mike Williams is going to be killing it. Mike Williams is... It's a freak of nature, you know what I'm saying? He's 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 the mini size Julio Jones, you know, when it comes to contested catches. But Josh Palmer's actually, it's been on a he's been on a groove so far. In the past three starts without Keenan Allen, he has averaged 15.5 points per game, and he has had at least eight targets in each of those games. Now think about this for a minute. Without Keenan Allen, he's actually shining. Yes, 15.5 is not at all that. But imagine if he's actually going to get the touchdown volume now. The touchdown volume will actually put him between 23 to 25 points a game. Think about that for a second. Now, on another aspect, they don't have Keaton Allen anymore. They're not going to have him anytime soon. Jalen Guyton, he, he had an injury. He tore up his ACL. Now, he's out for the for the Chargers now. The Chargers right now are going to be on non-stump passing mode because that defense also took a hit. They lost Joey Bosa for the remainder of the season with a groin injury. He's going to have surgery, so he's done. So Khalil Mack being traded to the Chargers, he thought he was not going to see any double teams. Their run defense sucks. Anybody anybody with the Pee-wee football league can actually run on that defense. And uh, believe it or not, last week you actually picked the Chargers to shut down, you know, the team that they faced, but the Jaguars, but they didn't. So th their defense is actually whacked this year, and, and they're going to be on a lot of shootouts. They're, you know, they're one and two right now, and they cannot afford to lose any more games, especially being in the NFC West. So look for Palmer. Yes, Herbert's injured, but Palmer, still, he's still eating. He's going to continue to eat. Go ahead and roll him up. He's a must start until Keenan Allen gets back healthy. And Keenan Allen today, he was practicing to a capacity, to a limited capacity, but then he left practice. So Keenan Allen is nowhere near being 100%. So Josh Palmer is the guy that you want in all your lineups. And you know good. this, 
Man! That's a pretty good pick. I'm not going to hate too much on it, but I'm not going to say I love it. The only reason why I don't love it is because we have DeAndre Carter just right behind him, just right behind him, because he is also getting volume in that offense. He got four targets in the last game, three receptions, 31 yards. He has the speed, the athleticism to take it to the house. So, I mean, it's kind of a coin toss when you ask with DeAndre Carter and Joshua Palmer. Very true. But if I was to put my money on FanDuel, trust me, I'm going with Joshua Palmer all the way. All right. I love it. Buck week three report. So to end our show, we have to let our audience know who to fill in into their starting lineup. Set it and forget it. Nobody's going to be questionable heading into Sunday. And now you have a dud on your lineup. And I want to headline with this breaking news of Christian McCaffrey. What is going on? Potential number one overall in all NFL fantasy football drafts this year. No, God, please, no. He's back. I know, man. It's just like the injury Grim Reaper just can't stay away from this guy. And he follows him left and right. I see it. So for Christian McCaffrey, it is optimistic as of right now, according to Rap Sheet today at 1233 p.m. Today on Thursday. It is said that Christian McCaffrey with a quad will play week four. McCaffrey has set out in back-to-back practices with a quad injury, but Rapport says that bearing a setback, he should be okay. I would take this lightly because we all know Christian McCaffrey is one of the biggest injured-prone running backs to fantasy football to date. And just in case you're a Christian McCaffrey owner, I don't know why you wouldn't handcuff Chubb. I did it, unfortunately, because I believe in talent over having a handcuff in your roster. But that's another case, another topic. But I really feel like anybody who has Christian McCaffrey right now and Chubba Hubbard is available, don't hesitate. Pick him up, put him in your lineup. Most likely he's going to get a split carry amount, knowing that Christian McCaffrey has a quad injury. If CMC is activated, he will start the series. But in the longevity of the game, I see kind of a split 50-50 carry We'll see how Christian McCaffrey does heading into tomorrow's practice for Friday. That will be that would really entail if he is truly healthy at 100% or Chubba Harbert has a chance to get that split carry this week. Yeah, damn. It's man, it's getting ridiculous with this time. I mean, there's a reason why McCaffrey, you know, he fell to the fifth pick, sixth, seventh pick this year in many drafts. And that's the injury bug. I mean, he's, I hate to admit this, but why boys can't jump? But in this case, why boys cannot be running backs? Nah, just kidding. Look, I don't know what's going on with CMC, but it, it's, it's, I'm sure a lot of the fantasy owners, especially dynasty owners, they're already fed up. I'm sure they're going to trade him for a bag of chips and salsa. But that's another that's another story for another day. Another player that actually has not practiced at all, too, is DeAndre Swift. He's been out with a shoulder injury. He has not practiced the last practiced the last two days. And it's looking like he's not going to be a go. He has improved, though. But it looks he's not going to be a, a go for week four. And with the same team, another player that is definitely not not going to play, Emmon Rassen Brown. He's not going to play at all. He, he hasn't had back-to-back practices. And it's not looking very good for him to start also. And he's been on a tear. He set the record for most receiving receptions for a wide receiver in the past six games. He's been on a tear. And that's going to hurt a lot of fantasy players, especially me. Let me stop you and ask you, are you throwing the dart and starting DJ Chark as a substitute? Actually, he's also battling an injury. He did not practice also. So if if anything, 
I'm actually putting. Are my, you starting T.J. Hawkinson? I might, but he he also has an injury too. The other player. <laughs> no, are you, God, I, please no. Are you starting the head coach for the Lions? Hey, he has no choice because he wants those. I want you to give me some of that blood, like you know on the on the what's that show? Uh, Hard Knocks. You know he's all that. If you don't give me your blood, we're not playing the football game. We don't have fashion for this game. He's actually pretty funny, and, and I like his heart. But anyways, the player that I should that I would want to start. In place of uh, Sam Brown, I would actually go with Josh Reynolds. He was he was practicing again today, and so was T.J. Hawkinson. So I'm comfortable with both of those players starting. Yes, I would actually sl- deep sleeper. It'll be Josh uh, Reynolds. Josh, Josh Reynolds, Reynolds, yeah, Josh former Reynolds. L.A. Rams. <laughs> and speaking of the Rams, let's just finish our show with our beloved San Francisco 49ers who are facing the Los Angeles Rams at home at Levi's on Monday Night Football. Prediction, Niners, Dub City. Nah, let me slow down. Let me pump the brakes. I don't think the Niners got this, honestly. We are not going to be with our starting left tackle, Trent Williams. And we all know that on the flip side, Aaron Donald is going to be eating Jimmy G all day. So for Niner fans, don't get too excited. Don't jump the gun just because they're at home. It's a divisional matchup. It's a must win. We're down one, two. Hey, don't be surprised if the Rams come up with the upset win in this one what about you rick what do you have you know me man i'm, I'm a realist and a lot of my friends listeners people that we know we both know every time you are that realist and i'm not even doing it for the podcast number one you got to be a real nfl fan you know forget your heart and your feelings about your home team but it's looking very very ugly in each and every way and the 49ers are a mess right now let's be honest the whole thing with Kyle Shanahan and Trey Lance has created some tension in the locker room. And you can already tell. There's been the media that's after him, Damon Bruce from 95.7. He's calling, he wants Kyle Shanahan's head completely. And he has every point. If you guys don't listen to uh, uh, Damon Bruce and Rado, 95.7 the game, shout out to them. They probably don't even know who we are, but you know what? Damon Bruce is, man, he's he's one of my uh, my idols as far as like you know the Damon Bruce knows who the real whore is (laughs) I'm sure he does buddy I'm sure he does but you know what the 49ers are a mess right now I got the Rams too unless unless that defense shuts them down completely Nick Bosa I could see a big game coming hey Nick Bosa the the energy behind the fans Fred Fred Warner Warner. he did have that pick six last time they faced at home I was there it was exciting but hey, let's not yeah, let's not discredit our defense. We got a fucking top five defense this year. Yeah, we we do, we do. The, our defense is is man unbelievable right now. It's they're playing lights out. Bosa's number 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 three in the league in sacks with four sacks. So he's he's gonna have a monster year. The Niners they need to show up. They need to come at it. They need to come strong. They need to they need to go back to their roots. They need to go find themselves. I personally don't like Wilson as a running back for us. He doesn't seem fast. He doesn't seem like the the Son Reed type of running back that Kyle Shanahan likes. It's just something is off. Jimmy G is off. He wasn't there for training camp. He wasn't there. He didn't even get a playbook the whole time he was recovering from the surgery. So everything seems off right now. There's a video going around that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo says something. You know, if you read his lips, he's saying, your play sucks, Kyle. 
you know, and and it, it's taken over Twitter, social media, and it, it's pretty ridiculous right now. The 49ers need to fucking find themselves. I don't care. You know, ride Debo. Just don't be predictable. Just do what you got to do. I still have faith, but if I was to put my money as a real fan, my money's on the Rams, and I hate to fucking admit this. Excellent point. I love the emphasis on ride Debo, but don't be predictable because that was the number one issue in the last Sunday night football game against the Denver Broncos. We were too predictable. We only scored 10 points on the board by miracle. And yes, let's just ride out Debo like philosophically and we're going to be okay because Debo is the key to winning. He's going to be snatching dubs for us. It just has to be orchestrated to a T and I think Kyle Shanahan is going to be He's going to have a bounce back big game. I wouldn't be surprised, but I still have my money on the Rams. If you're wise, if you think with your mind and your pocket, Rams, dub, money in your pocket, don't be surprised if Kyle Shanahan wins. Hey, catch me at the game. Catch I sell fantasy. Monday Night Football, 49ers and the Rams. I will be posting some content. Make sure you see us there. We'll give everybody a shout out. If you see me there, come and say hi. We'll be giving some content out to special listeners to let them know what's going on. With that being said, set up your lineups. Set everything that we told you. Keep up with the injury report. We'll be, we'll be posting on our IG page. So make sure you follow us on that. And with that, we're out. Sipping on some rock tusks, 8 o'clock. In my Gucci coat tusks, 8 o'clock. This is... Always on. Fantasy. Fantasy.